was totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I missed my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. Hey, nerds. You're listening to the Geek Parenting Podcast. That sounds exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Tui the Human, the uh, janitor of Watchtower Cafe and the Wookiee Barista of State Street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where I clean up all the messes and make the drinks. And look makes an awesome dude baka. I do. Uh you could find me at fifteen eighty eight South State Street at Watchtower Cafe, making the drinks. And to my uh podcast left and to my in real life left, I have James Nerdy at home dad. Yo, what up? What up, James? We're doing the we're doing this weird way tonight. So weird. Yeah, yeah we had enough. Of, we've had enough of each other for one weekend. Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah. We, is this not safe for work? Are we not taking for this one? No, this one's not this one. Safe. What was that, Sarah? What? I didn't. What? You mean darn it? <laughs> All right, I'll be safe for work then. Ah, cuss. <laughs> hey, I had a blast with you guys. I don't care. This this last weekend was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of a lot. And I think we just our schedules were so crazy today. This Sunday, the Sunday after FanX 2017, and all uh, the schedules between the four of us were so crazy after Con. You're a little echoey too. I don't know if that's. It's probably not going to uh, come through on his recording. It'll be okay. Just kind of try to listen through it. But yeah, you can uh, find me at Nerdy at Home Dad on the tweets and the Instagrams. And uh, yeah, we uh, we had a great time at Fan X. And uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this because there's no podcast left for me. Just just introduce one of us. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to. Okay. But you need to. All That's right. part of the so show. So I will. I will. Yeah, I it's will. Your responsibility. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it. To my podcast, imaginary left, we have Johnny of On the Boards. Hey, I am Johnny of On the Boards. Uh, we we crammed three days of uh, fan X fun into two days, and we are all feeling it. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I still haven't slept. And and to my podcast, per- perpendicular, we have Doctor Me, Doctor Sarah. Doctor of Peace on Doctor of Peace SH on Twitter, um, Doctor of Peace on Facebook. You can also find me. At, sorry, my kid is playing in the bathroom. You can also find me on the floor. Yep. Uh, that, that was not don't, me. Don't, don't blame your daughter for this one. No, that you was totally Lily. As Jay said at uh, my diversity and cosplay panel, you are very tired. Yes. Uh, anyway, geeksforjustice.com. Uh, and uh, we also have a Twitch, uh, twitch.com slash geekparenting. You can follow us there. We've got some stuff going on. I'm going to teach the guys how to stream, and uh, we're going to go from there. I don't know. Teach me, Dr. Sarah. 
And, and, and I'm also trying to get money for James to get to celebration with Jay. So yes, we have $190 raised so far. We're trying to raise $800. Um, yes, Lily? There's an easy way we to have do a, that. We have about a month, right? Yes, we have yeah. a little bit Not less than a month. month. Yeah. yeah. A little Listen, bit less than a month. If you, if you buy mugs, buy Geek Parenting Podcast mugs, we might be able to do it. Yeah. Where can they find those? They're on at uh, Watchtower Cafe, or you can get them at the GoFundMe if you donate. I think we did yes. $10. A $10 donation will get you a Geek Parenting Podcast mug. And then I'm also yes. doing lots of art. Um, for a $75 donation, you can get an original piece of artwork framed. For a $25 donation, you can get a print. So, and there's there's a bunch of different things on there. Uh, GoFundMe.com. I will post the, the link to that on our social media tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be there. For- for a, for a five dollar donation, I will spend one fewer night this week hanging outside your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a steal. <laughs> I, I should do that. That's creepy. <laughs> hey, let's talk about Fanex. Yeah. yeah. So, how did you guys enjoy Fanex? Uh, well, I had a blast. I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was it was. I've been telling everybody this is probably my funnest fan X that I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It was definitely, I think they've got enough under their belts now that this event has kind of taken on its own life. And yeah. it's very, very different from Comic-Con. Yeah, given, um, given the uh, the roster of celebrities this time, I think they're finally starting to hit their stride with the intention of fan X. Now, fan X is put on by the people from Comic-Con, but it is not Comic-Con. And this time they got guests like uh, Dulé Hill and uh, the white guy from Psych. Rody or something like that. Oh, yeah, that James guy. Rode. James Rode. And uh, like Weird Al Yankovic, so not your typical Comic-Con <laughs> guest. Well, I, I actually went, I'm not a, I've never watched Psych before, but I went to that panel because I wanted to go to the Greg, Greg Grunberg one next. They were hilarious. They were, at, they were funny. They were charming. Yeah, my mom really likes Psych, and she was uh, gonna come out just for those guys and the charmed people. Jesus, this child. Yeah, Sorry, guys. We're, we're we're bummed that for the you know the the personal uh, tragedy, uh, your your mom couldn't come. Yeah, we'll, we'll get her out here. Yeah. Anyway, I I went to their <laughs> panel and they were so they were really funny, and I'd never really watched Psych, but now I kind of want to watch it because they were so hilarious. They were so good. I've seen one or two episodes. I, uh, you know, it, it's like, um, what, what's the word? A uh, procedural. But I mean, if, if that doesn't yeah. bother you, then I'm sure it's a great show. Anybody know what the pineapple thing was about? Uh, yeah, the pineapple thing. So, in Seinfeld, they do a Superman reference in every episode. Okay. Yeah, even um, if he's just an image in the background, Superman yeah. was in every episode. Yeah, and with the pineapple, the pineapple's the same principle. Um. There's just a pineapple in some form in one okay. scene in every episode. Okay, I gotcha. And it may or may not have had a sponge living in it. <laughs> yeah, under, under the sea? <laughs> no, don't do. Uh, let's not talk about SpongeBob right now. Lily's kind of SpongeBob obsessed. Okay. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> uh, hey, Captain. No. Ugh. Anyway. You're fired. So, <laughs> so we started off the weekend. James and I went to the press conference. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I actually talked to Adrian Wilkinson, who, of course, um, is played Eve and Livia 
on Xena Warrior Princess, and I actually asked her about, I, I said, you know, I have a young daughter who I want her to see these strong role models on, on television and in movies, and we talked for a few moments about that, and she said, it, she said that she makes it a point to try and find role models who, number one, are not perfect. She wants kids to understand that there is good and evil in everybody. And she wants to portray very strong female characters who kind of recognize that both both sides, that duality to humans. And I thought, what a, you know, she was very smart. She was very nice. Um, and and I just, I love that answer that like, you know what, I need to recognize that there are two parts to me as a human being, as a female. And so I really, really appreciated her answer to that. And the fact that she consistently looks for roles like that um, to portray as a female. Um, so that was really fun for me to, to, to talk to her there. And then I also, I spoke to Jess Harnell for a moment. So <laughs> Jess Harnell is kind of a, a com Salt Lake Comic Con fan X groupie. I think he loves us a lot. <laughs> but I don't know if, yeah. if he loves every Comic Con like that, but... Um, he was very sweet. I, you know, I, I, I have a tendency when they're like that, I kind of kneel down and get their level and I shook his hand and he held my hand through the whole question. And I said, as someone who does kids characters, um, have you ever had, you know, what's your favorite experience when a kid realizes who you are? And he said, it's, it's amazing when you're just sitting there and you're talking to a parent and all of a sudden you'll break out into a snowman's voice and the kids like the eyes just light up and they're like, Oh my God, you're, you're from Doc McStuffins, or you're, you know, Wacko or Yakko or Dot from from Animaniacs. You just shattered the illusion and ruined my child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so he was really cool um, as well. I only talked to those two for a few minutes, and then I just kind of stared at Sam Jones because he's still hot, even though he's old and all coked up, right? <laughs> uh, well, and so to piggyback off of you talking to Jess Harnell while Dr. Sarah was talking to Jess Harnell, Jay and I were in line for Kari Payton, uh, from which most parents will know as King Ezekiel from Walking Dead. Uh, nope, I know him as Cyborg. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, Teen Titans. I don't most watch your Walking Deads or your games of Dead Thrones or any of that stuff. <laughs> most uh, kids and bigger geeks will know him as Cyborg or even Rafiki in Lion Guard. Yeah, I didn't know uh, that. I didn't know that until you told me that. He was also Aqualad in Young Justice. Yes. Yeah, and so I had one question for him, uh, which I got in and which I'll tell you in a second. But So I go up to interview him, and Jay is playing his tablet, and Kari Payne's like, hey, what are you doing? So we put Jay over the table so Kari Payne could see what he's doing, and Jay was trying to show him what he's doing on his tablet. He's like, wait, 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 I need to see what you're doing. And so he picked him up and put him on the edge of his knee, and they just started playing on his tablet together. And I was like, this is going to be my interview. Five minutes <laughs> of him playing on the tablet. And, and of course, it went crazy on Reddit again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now... Oh, I did it. I did it this time. I'm gonna what did you do? I'm going to have to Chewbacca gur myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Uh, so Jay and I, uh, or Jay and Kari Payton were playing on the tablet for four and a half minutes, and before my time was up, I asked him, what does it feel like to have fans at the age of four all the way up through adulthood Yeah. Uh, with the huge uh, 
catalog of things he's done. And his answer was just, I want people ages 4 to 84 to watch my stuff. That's how I get work. And did you get a booyah out of him? Uh, yeah, he gave us a booyah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's how we started out our fan X. How did uh, you guys do it? So my my experience of Comic-Con and FanX is usually quite a bit different than the rest of yours and a lot of other people because we usually rent a booth for Watchtower or uh, we've recently started partnering with Comic-Con to uh, run the Geek Speed Dating uh, in, the, in the upstairs room. And so for for me, Comic-Con and Fanex, it means work. Lots and lots of work. Two or three days of working nonstop. Yeah. But it's fun work, but it's still well, work. Well, once you factor in setup and breakdown, it's closer to four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, thankfully, we're just surrounded by amazing, awesome friends. Johnny just went above and beyond uh this this weekend helping us out yeah and, apparently i was cosplaying um, as billy mays it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> but w- what i want to say was that we with surrounding ourselves with so many friends that were willing to help this time was a little bit easier i mean it was still work constant the whole time but i was able to kind of break away from the booth and float back and forth between uh, the booth and the, the speed dating room to help Corey and Kelsey out up there and help you know people that were running the booth for us on the downstairs level. And because that was able to happen, then I, I was able to actually do my first cosplay. And it was awesome! My first and second cosplay. Yeah. They were yeah, fantastic. I, I walked on yep, the floor I also did my first. while he was... Was that your first, Johnny? Yeah, my my Han Sobchak was my first uh, cosplay. We both we both um, popped oh, our we cos were, cherry we, together. We were each other's first. Oh, <laughs> that's true love, and it was a couple's cosplay. So I was uh, I was Dude Baca, basically a mashup of the dude from the Big Lebowski and Chewbacca, and uh, Johnny was was uh, Walter Sobchak uh, and Han Solo. with Han Solo. Nice. <laughs> and day two, what was your cosplay? Aquaman. So, funny thing was, I was walking around with Tui for a little bit, uh, and we came up with this idea that we should have called Dan Farr and Brian Brandenburg about for that cosplay. Oh, yeah. We should have called them and asked if I could have a Salt Lake Comic Con security shirt and then walk around with Tui dressed as Aquaman just yelling, no pictures, no pictures. <laughs> dressed as so. Aquaman is dr- or dressed as Jason Momoa? No, no. Dressed as Aquaman. Dressed as Aquaman. Okay. Because dressed as Aquaman looking like Jason Momoa. Okay. Dressed as Aquaman cosplaying Jason Momoa. Does that make sense? So we did speaking see our friends of- playing as classic Aquaman. Oh, speaking of Aquaman, guys, Tui's panel was amazing. Oh yeah! Thank you for coming to the panel, Sarah. I honestly, I I really know nothing about Aquaman other than what Tui has told me and what I I've seen of Jason Momoa. I and will so going tell you to that, that the panel is amazing. 
Uh, I just passed off the, the latest run of uh, Aquaman to Johnny. It's good, right? Oh, it is way good. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was really a fun panel. Shannon did a great job moderating, and, and all of the panel members were really great. I would have liked to have heard more from Mara. Yeah, me too. She was very quiet, but... That's DC doll. Yeah. Um, but it was like, okay, well, now I want to check out more about Aquaman. I was really interested. You guys did a great job. It was informative. It was funny. Um, and I had a blast just watching you guys talk about Aquaman. It was perfect. Did I say dumb things? I feel like I always say dumb things on panels. No, nobody said anything dumb. It, yeah. it, was, it was really perfect. It was a fantastic panel. I mean... People clapped for me. Yeah, you you guys did a really great job, and that room was, it was about halfway full, right? It was pretty full. Yeah, it was a good good sized panel. Yeah, it was. You guys did a great job on that panel. Thank you, Sarah. That was a fun panel to do. So that was another thing, uh, be, you know, between running booth and then events at Comic Con, then we're also panelists, and so I'm constantly like juggling, uh, booth sales and. Uh, speed dating events and panels and so it's by the by the end of the last the last day of comic-con or fanex i'm spent oh yeah but again it's fun work out of all the work i could be doing it is that that is fun fun work yeah agreed it's taxing though and um and, and i want to say just um Really quickly, I want to thank Sarah for inviting me to jump in on her Jason Momoa photo op. That was another first for me. I've never done a photo op because I'm kind of weird with celebrities and I don't like meeting them or I don't like paying for their time to have to talk to me or take a picture with me. But Sarah convinced me and she was like, you don't have to do it. It's okay. If you want to, you can. And... I decided to, and that was a really cool experience. And, uh, and you ended up in I two fantastic it. pictures. Yeah, I got in two of them. So Shay and Quinn, um, they were doing their Aquaman and Aqualad cosplay and, and invited me to jump in theirs as well. And, and didn't they say that people thought they were Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Which geez. I actually did see uh, Mermaid Seven. Man and Barnacle Boy. I, I, I kind of thought he was Barnacle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but like no when i when i first saw him i didn't know who aqualad was and i'm like oh my god he's dressed up as barnacle boy how awesome is that <laughs> what did you learn about aquaman from the panel sarah that you did hadn't known before? oh everything pretty much everything i knew nothing about aquaman going in other than jason momo was playing him in the next one you know i watched smallville so i knew that aquaman but it's so far in the past that i can't remember it and i know everybody laughs about smallville i liked the show mm -hmm. um but yeah really i know nothing about aquaman well what was your favorite like fun fact or something that you learned from the panel what was aquaman. what was my favorite thing about aquaman favorite thing that you learned oh um or fun fact or something that he got his hat, hand cut off and it grew back or he had a hook i was like what <laughs> what, uh, is that? Was what is this I, I did like, was it Rich Bonaducci who talked about the belt buckle? Yes, <laughs> How do you sit down in that thing and not stab yourself in the belly? belly? Yep. <laughs> well, he picked up the mic. Rich Bonaducci picked up the mic and he had that. So the bottom of the mic is like an A, like the Aquaman symbol. But he still had the mic thing on it. So like he picked it up and put it on like it was the belt buckle. And it was like that. No, just don't. 
That's just not. No. Just just no. Yeah. Uh, James, how did your panels go? Uh, the kids in cosplay went. Okay. <laughs> the kids in cosplay was kids, kids in cosplay. No, and this, it this was the there. Thing. This is the thing. Um, when you have kids in front of microphones, they're gonna wanna just talk. Uh, and, make, and make talk or, oh yeah, or butts. not talk at all. But no, hey, little making noises. Little Miss Marvel was perfectly behaved, but Jay yes. and uh, Parker were like, "Woo, what's up, bitches?" Oh, sorry, it's what they didn't say that, but but yeah, I mean, they, they they were all taken taken advantage of being in front of a microphone. Yeah, no. So I've talked with uh, Blake afterwards, Blake Castleman, who's uh, one of the guys at Comic Con who sets up panels and stuff. Uh, he was asking me what we could do to make it better because this could be a staple for Salt Lake Comic Con where you have kids doing panels um, where you don't have at a lot of other cons. Um, so, like, one thing I suggested was a mixer at the table so the moderator can mute microphones. Yeah. Yeah, so they can just turn off microphones mm. and be like, no, no more talking Smart. to you. So just Smart. get in really close and kind of mumble. <laughs> but what was so cute afterwards is the three kids, they were dressed. Jay was dressed up as Jack Skellington. Miss Marvel was dressed up as Sally. And Parker was dressed up as Oogie Boogie. And at the end, they all got up and Oogie Boogie was chasing all of the kids around the kiddich area. Of course. <laughs> so it yes. was... Oh, it was adorable. And I have this adorable picture. I'm going to post it with all the pictures of this little girl and she's wearing a Harry Potter outfit and Oogie Boogie standing in front of her and it's 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 one of my favorite pictures that I took. It's just uh, absolutely adorable these two kids just it's hanging out one. together. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, and it was it was fun. Um I think my favorite part of that panel was that uh Parker started singing the Oogie Boogie song. Yeah. Uh which was really fun. Uh, just the way that his costume is made, it looks like when he's at a microphone, it looks like he's getting ready to like drop a beat. Or yeah, nice. <laughs> that is like the most perfect oogie boogie yeah. costume I've seen. Yeah, I, yeah, love it. I mean it. it's uh, on point. But yeah, that that, that was fun. Uh, hopefully, we get to do something a little different. Like Shannon and I, Shannon Barnson and I from Geek Show have a plan for another kids type panel, but hopefully, it won't be. As crazy as this one was. How did the uh, photo gops go after that? Because I had to head straight to my Jason Momoa photo. So how did... There were, the, did there, they... were, there, were, there were two people lined up for it. So it wasn't... Aww. I mean, it's... It, it's kid con. Kids are wanting to play. They're not wanting to do anything well, did, else. But did... Uh, did, did Jay have fun? Yeah, um, he had fun. Thanks, guys. Now I have to do it. You've all oh. done it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Come on, Johnny. Johnny. Um, can we just really not so Johnny on the board? I just want to go back to Jason Momoa for one second. Yeah. Don't we? Don't we all? He's he's so dreamy. He's so like I knew he was tall, he but I got in there. He's so like a good like two there. feet taller than me. He is large, and I don't I don't often feel small. But I felt like I felt petite and dainty in his big <laughs> arms and looked in his dreamy eyes. And he smelled like a fresh ocean mist <laughs> spraying off of a wave off the North Shore of Hawaii. 
and he is the most dreamy man I have ever laid eyes on. He uh, there there's been conversation on the Salt Lake Comic Con group board about how soft his skin was. Oh, it's the coconut oil. Yeah. But I uh, I I in my Aquaman cosplay went up and he didn't when I first because you know how the photo ops are the you, it's like in and out you stand oh, yeah. in line and then they're like come in take a picture and then done and uh, when I first went up he uh, he didn't he didn't realize that I was cosplaying him and so he just kind of like reached his arms up we took a picture and then while I was waiting for the next group so I was standing there I'm like and then he started looking at my tattoo and then he started smiling he was like yeah and then he looked down and then looked up looked me up and down saw my contacts in my eyes and then he and then he realized and he started laughing he's like yeah i was like should i say something i should say something he was just like staring at my my real tattoo my my sleeve and he was just like smiling like and i was like we're having a moment i should say something i, I should say something and then it was something like something magical right, happening <laughs> i was like oh i missed my chance i missed my chance you but missed then, your uh, chance to did, be to have a bromance with Jason Momoa. But I was also so so the cosplay I did of Aquaman was if you've seen the Justice League trailer, uh, where Aquaman is standing in front of the ocean and it's like consumes him the big huge wave. But he like he downs a bottle of Jim Beam and then like throws it down and and smashes and the waves like crash over him and he's wearing a black tank top right. So I was cosplaying that scene, and so I was walking around with a, a bottle of Jim Beam. But it was really tea. It was iced tea. But it looked like Jim Beam in the bottle. And I was holding it. He he looked down as we were walking away. And he just started cracking up laughing. He was like, drink that and smash it. <laughs> Made my day. <laughs> so we did have a moment. So we're pretty much best friends now. Your brothers. Your brothers from another mother. Yeah. It's pretty serious. They got bunk beds. Yep. There is a bunk bed in my house. <laughs> anyway, so that was my my Aquaman connection. We we didn't have to say anything. We just looked at each other and like. Yeah. Since we're since we're sort of on the uh, the topic of photo ops, man, they have some kinks there that need to be ironed out. Oh yeah. the The problem is is that they had the same amount of photo ops that they would for a three day convention in a two day convention. So what they needed to do was they needed to, and I don't know if this is the con's fault or if this was Epic Photo's fault, uh, but they should have cut down the amount of photos. Oh, please. I, okay, so here's my situation. Most people know I have, I have pretty severe anxiety. Um, I was okay for about 15 minutes in that crowd, and then they started pushing us back and pushing us back, and more people would come and put people would push back. And I, I, I was like, I'm about to have a goddamn panic attack. Sorry, swear words. But and I started texting too. I'm like, I'm in this crowd. I'm like, I'm about to have a panic attack. I can't. I'm I'm about ready to leave. And and thankfully, he said, go ask for ADA assistance because I wouldn't have even thought with my anxiety because I've never, I've never wanted to use my anxiety no, you don't as a perk. It. It's not a perk. It's you paid you paid money for that opportunity and that that photo op. And if if your anxiety is is hindering you from being able to do that, you you texted and said you were about to just like like I was like, just about to, I was just about to leave. I I wouldn't have even asked for a refund. I was just like I'm about ready to go. And so Tui finally said, "Go ask for ADA accommodations." And I walked right up and I said, "Look, I'm about ready to have a panic ta- panic attack if I don't get out of here." And so they just directed me to the ADA stuff, and I found the group, and I was like, "Okay, 
good. I can sit down. I can calm down. You know, I, I hadn't had any heart pains the whole time I was there until that moment. And I started having, you know, my chest pains with my, with my heart issues. And so thank God I actually, I actually asked for that accommodation this time, but I'd never done it before. But that, that was an absolute madhouse. And actually, I actually wrote on the Comic-Con Facebook page, I'm like, guys, I love you, but there has got to be a better way to do this. You cannot pack that many people with the autographs and the photo ops into that same area. It's like, you yeah. cannot do it. It's a but fire hazard. It's a health hazard. But that's what I'm saying, though, is they they had the same amount of photo ops that they would have for a three-day con. And they, you can't and do it. You can't, you can't do, do it. it. Yeah, which and, was their first and, mistake. In two days and in half the space. Yeah. 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 And I think it's because they had a cheerleading thing going on on the other half of the area. Um, Which, incidentally, James and I were riding the elevator up on the first day, and we were making some family of cheerleaders quite nervous. Yes. Because we're brown. And they were, (laughs) like, all blonde. But, no, like... um, the other thing, though, too, is that they had it weirdly laid out. Yeah. So you don't only have, like, the photo ops and the autographs, but you also have people, families going down that way for KidCon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Because that was the most convenient way to get to KidCon. So you had that hole. You had that huge bottleneck because it was L-shaped, and you had that huge bottleneck going towards KidCon. It, it was just not well laid out. And that's really my only complaint about the whole weekend, is, is that layout. And it might have been better for them to. That, that, also that's cut my down. only complaint as far as the actual con goes. My my other one is, leave your strollers at home. <laughs> don't bring those kids. I mean, if you can't carry them, don't bring them. Yeah. Don't bring if you your can't strollers. Carry them, or if they can't walk on their own. So here's the thing. This isn't Disneyland. I brought a stroller last year for Lily because I knew she would get tired and wouldn't want to walk. And she's 40 pounds, guys. I can't carry her. But I took a little umbrella stroller that was very small. I didn't take like one of those big double strollers that I saw. All I'm hearing is that you're one of them. Sorry. No, I I get it. I was one of them too. But you know what? Next time, I wouldn't pick a stroller. She's bigger now. She can walk around more. Um, But last year, we needed it. So it's kind of a double-edged sword where it's like it's hard to it's hard to say. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just like know your limits. Only be there for a little while. Don't be there so long. You need a stroller. You know, wheelchairs and that kind of thing. That's a completely different thing. That's how you get around. But these people with their their twenty kids and their strollers blocking lanes that are already bottlenecked. Twenty just, kids. We don't need that. Well, would like, Brigham Young come to Comic Con? <laughs> no, but the Odell brothers did. But your kids <laughs> can walk, Tui. Your kids can walk and don't need strollers. No, and I, I remember back in those back in the in the young days, we we packed. I packed four kids in a in a double stroller. I was just piling them on top of each other. It but was I like th- the, we had the suburban of strollers. I think the difference though is. You have people who have one kid, but they buy a double stroller no. so they can put snacks and stuff in the back. And those are the times where I'm like, no, if you're going to bring a stroller, be courteous. Do an umbrella stroller. Yeah. Do, you know, there's other ways to do it. Uh, the first Fanex, they had stroller parking uh, where it was right outside the exhibit hall. And if you were going to go on the floor, you had to park your stroller 
And if you needed your stroller, you could walk out and grab or, your stuff. Or if you're going to bring a stroller in, at least charge them five times as much. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got a stroller shame, Johnny? Jeez, Johnny, this is... This is Geek Parenting Podcast. We're supposed to be supportive exactly. of parents. Be a decent parent and keep your stroller out. Johnny hates strollers, listeners. Johnny, Johnny is anti-stroller. All right, that's fine. I don't, I don't care if you leash your kid. Just keep him off the stroller. <laughs> Push him on a skateboard or something. There you go. Wagons? Uh, what about, how do you feel about wagons? Radio flyer only. No, this is the thing. If you can dress it up for part of the cosplay, there's a family of cosplayers who did an Assassin's Creed group. And I'm okay with they that. turned the stroller into like the hay bale. Yeah. And it looked really cool. Uh, well, but they didn't take the. They rarely took the. Uh, what are we talking about? Stroller. No, no, no. Jason Momoa. No. God, why did I already forget the word? Hay bale? Uh. Yeah, hay bale. They, they didn't take it out on the floor. They left it in the exhibit hall, and if they wanted people to take pictures, then like, oh, but we have to go out to the floor, or the exhibit, the hallway to take pictures with the wheel, or the, God, I'm, oh, I'm so it's tired. It's been a long weekend, folks. Can you guys give me a second? I'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Uh, but no, then uh, I had another panel, now that we're done talking about the kids stuff which was diversity and cosplay and that was a fun panel too that was in, uh jay whitaker was our moderator and he was really funny uh we had a professional cosplayer brit bliss was on there uh robert neal uh des creepcore and ash Sweetring, both local cosplayers uh, and it was fun it was jay kept it light and funny i made a donald trump joke <gasps> you went political. I went political, and it worked. I got a harumphed. <laughs> nice. By one old white guy. But yeah, that that one was fun. I I I got claps, too. I was gonna go, and then we had the Jason Momoa off, and I was like, "Peace out. I'm done. I can't handle any more con." I was like, "I gotta go home. Tired." Yeah, and, and now I know how you guys personally feel about me. You go to Tui's panel, but not mine. Hey, I went to the kids and cosplay panel. I didn't go to any panels. Sarah is the most supportive friend. Yeah, she I is. try. She goes I, to as many panels as she possibly can. I do. I, I really Johnny wanted to go. Johnny was very supportive. He was working. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny was very supportive as well. And James James was like my moral support. He He was my handler when I would walk around as uh in cosplay he was like let's go walk and he would just walk with me up and down talk stop people from taking photos stroke your hair pretend i was jason momoa (laughs) it it was so funny he was counting double takes i guess (laughs) there were triple digits oh so i have another story to tell so the first day when i uh was out of the chewbacca cosplay and or yeah i was just kind of wearing civilian clothes and i wasn't cosplaying anything and i just had my hair up in a bun and i was kind of walking around i did uh the unicorn shadow did my um aquaman tattoos on my right arm for me and so i kind of had those and i was kind of wandering and several times throughout the day i would just hear this pitter patter of of 
footsteps running be- running up behind me like duh, 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 duh. and then someone like run up right next to me and start walking alongside me and then I turn and look at them and then their face just went f- like oh disappointment like oh I just thought I thought you were no I I thought you were him no and then they just turn around and walk away and like several times people thought that I was just Jason Momoa walking around the the con floor and one lady actually she was like so disappointed but she said you know what can you just take a picture with me anyway Aww. <laughs> and i was like sure <laughs> and then the she sent that picture to her her sister and uh then the next day her sister and her husband came and found me and <laughs> and they were like oh you were my sister sent a picture of you uh, sent me a picture of you. Can can you take a picture with us? <laughs> so I was like, sure. <laughs> this is getting really weird, <laughs> but I'll do it. You know, he was wandering the floor too. Yeah, and somebody thought he was me. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, he walked right past my friend, and and then he took a double take. He was like, oh my god, I thought that was Tui. <laughs> I really don't look that much like him, but my I sent the picture to my mom. It's the height. It's the height, and it's the hair, the tattoos. She she thinks that we could be brothers. I don't think we look that much alike. Is is your mom trying to tell you something? (laughs) Could be. My mother is a saint. (laughs) Oh man, that that still leaves your dad. Oh, jeez, Johnny, be nice. Well, my dad, we won't go there. <laughs> so my other favorite moment was I went to the Greg Grunberg panel and I ended up with a really good seat because they let people take the blue reserved seating that was up front. So I got like second row and Brian was moderating. He, he did a great job as usual. Um, but afterwards, I was like, I got to go meet him. Um, and I went up to his autograph booth and it was only 30 bucks for a picture. So I'm like, OK, you know, that's worth it. I'll go talk to him. He is one of the nicest people I have ever met in Celebrity Row. He, like, usually I don't, I never ask a celebrity for a hug. I usually just want to shake their hands and say, hey, thanks. I love your work. Um, but I walked up and I shook his hand and said, hey, it's nice to meet you. I, I really love what you've been in. And he's like, I don't want a handshake. I want a hug. And so he, like, pulled me to this hug. I'm like, oh, my God, Craig Grunberg's hugging me. And so, and we ended up, he talks to everybody for a long time. And so we ended up. There was a spider on the table, and so we were talking about spiders because he was in this movie called Big Ass Spider. Um, and so we were talking about how we loved spiders, and then I, I was asking him about the book he wrote for his kid um, because his son, he, t- he told the story in this panel, his son was having nightmares. And when he asked him about it, it's like he wasn't having the nightmares himself, but he was, he was a superhero who would jump into the dreams of his friends' nightmares and save them from their nightmares. And so he's like, I'm going to steal that. And turn it into a book. And so he's turned it into a series. Lillian, you need to go get in your pajamas right now. No, there's no pajamas. There's no pajamas? I'll get you some in just a second. Hold on. <laughs> there's no clean pajamas. Welcome to Parenthood. Probably about time to wrap up anyway. Yeah. So so I uh, I went. Um, sorry, Captain. <laughs> uh, that was. So I, I went and asked him about it. I said. I said, you know, you should come on Geek Parenting Podcast. He's like, I'd love to come on and talk about my book. And I'm like, I'm holding you to that. <laughs> well, let's get him on. I, I'm going to keep bugging him. I'm going to keep bugging him and say, hey, 
we want you to come and talk about the second book that's coming out. So we, we may get him. He was really, really nice and really, really sweet. But did he smell like fresh ocean mist? He smelled like X-Wings. Hmm, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> he smelled like X-Wings. It smells like Hope Rebellion and, and Axle Grease. Yes. That's also what Gary Witta smells like. Gary, Gary <laughs> Witta smells like Hope. He smells like Hope and Rebellion. Yeah. Not Axel Grease because he doesn't do a lot of X-Wing stuff. Uh, but I got to meet him. That was I fun. saw that. You had like a huge conversation with him, didn't you? Yeah, we we had like a 45-minute conversation about uh, Rogue One and Rebels. So for our listeners who don't know, who is Gary Witta? Gary Witta is one of the writers of Rogue One, and he also writes episodes of Rebels. Uh, the way that I we started talking was uh, I was talking to some other friends in the green room, and he looked at my shirt and he went, Hey, that's a rogue one shirt. And I was like, yeah, I, it's one of my favorite shirts. I got it at target. And he just kind of looks at me and like tilts his head and goes like, I wrote it. <laughs> and you're like, and my jaw just drops. And I'm like, Ugh. show off. Yeah. Bragger. <laughs> humble hashtag humble brag. Um, but no, we start talking about the movie and we start talking about, uh, Cassian and, uh, we start talking about like diversity and stuff like that. And then I mentioned that Jay was dressed as Cassie and he's like, Oh, did you bring him? And I was like, yeah, he's right behind you. And he turns around and he just like, what? This is amazing. So he asks if he could take a picture with Jay. And so I take a picture of him with Jay and then he sends it to one of the other writers who created the Cassian character. Okay. So we need to get in touch with these people. Say get Jay to celebration. (laughs) Yeah, there you well, go. Yeah. But um so he gets a text back like right away and it's all caps like, Oh my god, this is amazing. Um, uh, but yeah, that was fun. And then we talked for another like twenty five minutes and then I saw him like throughout the weekend just on the floor and we would talk like we were BFFs. And that was my favorite part of uh Fanix. Uh I think the dates for uh, Salt Lake Comic Con September events like the 21st through the 23rd or something like that. I've already asked it for uh, vacation at work. But yeah, so hopefully if uh, maybe we should have listeners like tweet at Salt Lake Comic Con that there should be a geek parenting podcast panel. Uh, so yes. if you want to hear it, send a tweet. Hey, and that reminds me, we actually have a few of our listeners tweet us, or not tweet us, but Facebook us, their experiences. So let me pull that up real quick. Do you guys have any other things to say about your experiences while I look do that? I drink a lot of soda. You're out of soda? Yeah, I, I was on something else entirely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm out of whiskey. As, uh, Jay, as Jay Whitaker said at our panel, you were very tired. The next day yeah i i'm That's still exhausted true. and catching up with my sleep so speaking of jay did you guys see his cosplay for a saturday morning <laughs> yeah was it the rope yeah somebody yeah. he was in a picture with all the these uh flash guys and someone yelled hey that's funny the flasher the flasher i saw that i saw that so i've got this pulled up so nathan caldwell wrote um last september we did this with the wife hugging Stephen amell Daniel Panabaker was such a good sport about it. So the wife is being held back while the husband is hugging (laughs) Daniel Panabaker. (laughs) So I'm assuming that she was hugging Stephen Amell while uh, the husband was being pushed away in that one. 
Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll post that picture up on our on our uh, social media and, and uh, Facebook page and Instagram and all that later. Um, but Carly Webster says, oh, man, this was the best. We've been going since Salt Lake Comic Con 14. Haven't missed one event yet. But this one was particularly great. My sister, my sister-in-law and I all got tattoos. Geekster Inc. was amazing. As usual, Twisted Tunes was phenomenal, and my kids loved KidCon. I sort of wish they hadn't moved the autograph lines directly in front of KidCon, and I think my kids mostly just love walking around and having people ask to take their pictures in costume. They love being celebrities for a day or two. So, so that's what we've got oh. from our listeners. Isn't that awesome? That's having adorable. tattoo artists there was really cool, but it was. probably should have been local artists. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, mean, I was kind of upset that they were not local because I have a great local artist who did my Star Wars tattoo, and he's fantastic. Right. It's there like, are a number of geeky uh, tattoo artists here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah. Quite who do game. wonderful work. Who do great work. All right. Are we already to uh, hit our respective beds? Because it's been a long weekend. Yes. I'm going to go die. All right. Yep, I'm going to go pass out. You. All right, Tilly, you brought us in. You take us out. Well... You know, as they say in Hawaii, uh, I got nothing. Aloha. <laughs> Put and that I thing. Say... Oh, wait. Oh. You want to go first, James? See, this yeah, is yeah, hard when we're not all in the same place. Yeah. You go first. No visual cue. Put that thing back where you found it or so help me. As in the words of my people, I will take a burrito. <laughs> Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.